0: And we're back on the hunt with Supernatural Season 5, Episode
1: 7, The Curious Case of Dean Winchester. I'm Chris Barrows. And hey, my name is Dan Cummins. Welcome back to the best Supernatural podcast on the air. You know, Chris, once I finished re-watching this episode, typing the show notes, getting ready to record it with you, I thought, you know, for, for those of you out there who like to complain about the series finale, oh, why did Sam get to grow old and, you know have kids and live his life this episode might be for you because we get to see dean grow old it, it's true there that's is the one definitely- slide, chris <laughs> that's 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 the intro we have an old dean listen i know that dean doesn't actually get to live at this age but like listen if it helps you sleep at night dean didn't love being old anyway right can we put that in the category of like reasons why the finale is fine um anyway chris i really love this episode it's really funny older dean he must be what like let's do the math really quick 50 plus 30 like we have like an 80 year old dean in this episode it's pretty hilarious
0: yeah it's approximately i believe they're around 30 at this time because they're what in their mid low to mid 20s at the start you got 21 year old sam right so you know it's It's young. Um, They're they're young overall. So they've put on a few years. It's 2930 at this point. So 79 to 80 sounds accurate. This one, though, is fascinating to me. We've got a story taking place in Chicago, which, by the way, because very often you say, did this really take place? Does it look like it took place? Well, I've been to Chicago. There's Mm -hmm. plenty of places in Chicago that look like this um, because Chicago has a lot of suburb. Um, So this one for me worked location wise. It had the look and feel. I was okay with that. Uh, synopsis of this is that a witch is running a poker game where the currency is life years versus money. And Dean tries to intervene in this one because Bobby ends up playing the game. Uh, Obviously, Bobby trying to. and There's a lot of good Bobby story in this season. You start to see Bobby at his most desperate. And you see him multiple times in this particular season at his most desperate. So in this one, by the way, Robert Singer did direct it. October 29th, 2009 was when it aired and it was an IMDb rating of 8.7 at the time of this recording.
1: So it's a very high. high score. Yeah, very high, Chris. And this is a Monster of the Week episode, right? Like, you know, w- with with nothing else, that's really what it is. Um, there's not a huge connection to the main plot here. And actually, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up Bobby because I think, Chris, this episode really is kind of about Bobby. And and hear me out here. Bobby has some really, like, sad sad lines in this episode i believe he at one point says that like he wished he had offed himself the second the accident had happened that's really a dark thing to say bobby realizes he's not much help he doesn't have his legs he feels old he feels helpless uh and actually he feels kind of like a burden chris and of course when he has the opportunity to bet 25 years um he's gonna take it right and this episode deals with dean Essentially trying to, you know, walk him off the ledge. Uh, and I use that pun sparingly, Chris, walk him off the edge. But, um, yeah, Bobby really is, like, not happy with the situation. Nobody would be. Uh, and this episode really is getting Bobby out of that hole, right? And so poor Bobby really feeling the effects of his disability there. Uh, and we get a really cool monster in this one, Chris, we've talked about witches before. There are three primary types of witches. If you're interested in that, you can you know hop on Supernatural Wiki, go back and listen to our other episodes where we focus on witches. But this witch, Chris, is a he witch. And they call him he witch in this episode is a joke, I believe. But he's a really cool guy. His name is Patrick. He's an Irish guy. Um, he was born in the eleven hundreds. He's been playing poker for like nine hundred years. Like he's really kind of a cool, suave character, Chris. And he's one of those rare villains where I actually kind of find myself rooting for him. He's very likable, and if nothing else, I remembered this episode and in large part because of Patrick because the actor that plays Patrick, he's really a cool character, and he's got at a level of emotional depth to him. We'll talk about what that is towards the end here, but I know we were saying off air, you remembered this episode. Is the villain like a big part of that? Or was it just the idea of losing part of your life in a game? I don't,
0: it's a combination. I think, yes, the actor did a great job with this. I think this season has already had phenomenal guest actors. I I mean, one of the episodes that we dropped prior to this hasn't, hasn't an actress on screen for, essentially seven minutes, and she blew my mind on how good yeah. she was. So, I, I think we're lucky in this season. Patrick is definitely one of us, but I think the plot point is really interesting, because you've got a witch doing something a little bit different, uh, playing with lives in a very different way, but really with, and and again, I know you could say it's easy, to kind of, you kind of find yourself rooting for him a little bit, but what he's doing is playing to keep his own youth, essentially. He's he right. keeps playing to kind of maintain it and that's why he's been doing what he's doing he's so good that he's probably won enough years that he's good for a while in this you know ultimately losing is not his thing right but much like the boys are great at winning at all these bar games so it's it's fascinating to see this character and his uh leah i believe it is his kind of partner in in all Mm -hmm. of it is another fascinating character i think a little bit underrated in cuz she's not on screen nearly as much i i would say it in this in this particular episode but i think her her performance is fantastic too so yeah in this one ultimately it starts really cool in the fact that they find this essentially victim who is uh <laughs> uh you know died of old age a 25 year old died of old age but then they eventually also find out someone at this hourly hotel who's uh, essentially with two women and he's significantly younger than the person that they were looking for. So like Amelia front, you've got a lot of things. I'll be like, wait a minute, this guy died of old age, but this guy's young. So you knew something's happening right up front. That age is being manipulated, but you don't know how. And then you start to ask that question. How the hell is this happening? We haven't seen anything quite like this.
1: Yeah, and, and the boys themselves don't really understand how either. Of course, Dean finds the game, uh, but not before Bobby. He he gets a hint uh, from a bartender. He has to pay him a little bit of money on the side to get there. But he gets to this bar, and Bobby walks out. And Dean goes, what the hell are you doing here? Because they had been just calling Bobby, you know, not that long ago about the case, trying to get his take on it. Once Bobby hears that there's an opportunity to gain some of his youth back, he takes it, but he loses, like we said up top here. So... Dean has to go in, try to win the money back for Bobby, doubles down on the bet, not 25 years, 50 years, and that's how we get a really old Dean. And I think at the heart of this episode, Chris, it is it is very humorous, right? We do have what would Dean look like if he was really old, and a lot of that is flirting with younger women, a lot of that is him having indigestion, like eating things that he would not be able to eat as an old man that he's used to. So I think a big part of the episode for me and why I like it so much is the fact that Dean has been aged up quite significantly. I think that is uh, the, the, the levity of the episode. But aside from that, yeah, it is the mystery of this witch. How is he doing what he's doing? Are the chips part of it? That's their running theory. And so to try to get down to... Uh, you know how do we stop this guy they eventually follow him to an apartment they try to steal the chips but it goes wrong and Patrick says right up front you know if you guys if if you want to beat me it's not going to be that simple you can't rob me you can play me for it and it's a really kind of a casual moment Chris he kind of just kicks him out and says like nice try but you guys will you know you'll know how to find me next time right and he kicks them out and so the boys really have no lead other than we have to just hope that we find a spell. They do get lucky in that Patrick's partner, Leah, as you've said, she's not exactly happy with her current situation. And we've seen this before, Chris, where the monster or like a partner of the monster, they're not exactly happy with their situation. And so they help the boys. Um, there's been a few examples of that. This is one of those. And Leah, as it turns out is also very old. And as we learned later in the episode, She's lost her loved ones. She doesn't really want to be Patrick's sidekick anymore. And that's a big part, uh, you know, in, in in Patrick's plan. He can't do this alone. He needs Leah. Leah has actually been helping him to get these people to play these games, like you said, so they can keep their youth. But at some point, the shoe's got to drop, right? And she says, you know what, Sam Dean, I'm going to help you. Here's this spell. You need all of these things. Go out and get it. And I will help you guys to kind of bring down Patrick because secretly Leah doesn't want to live anymore. And it's really, like I said, there's a lot of levity, Chris, but that moment for me was like, damn, like she's willing to sell out her husband who she's been with for a thousand years, just because she doesn't want to live anymore. Like it really brought it down an octave for me. I don't know if he felt the same, but it really was like this mishmash of like, you know, really funny moments and then really sad dark moments with Bobby and with Leah. And like, it really was a roller coaster this one. Bobby's
0: moments are dark I think when you also think about someone saying I kind of don't want to live here this world anymore it goes to that question of if you could find say that quote unquote fountain of youth would you really want to take a a dip in it I mean is that really worth it Um, because other people aren't going to continue to live you're gonna have to keep reinventing your life right Uh, and I don't know if that's ideal I think that's a question you have to ask yourself what I do like about this by the way as you mentioned they do try to seal the chips. And they, and that's, it's not the chips. And I like that. It's not an artifact. It's just straight up magic. It's a witch. Yeah. And, and that's because that would be too simple. Right. The, the concept here now though, that they do, uh, they have lost these years. You've got Dean who's essentially, you know, 79, 80 Bobby's on last limbs. Cause Bobby was older. I don't know how Bobby, quite frankly, Bobby only lost 25. He, you know what I mean? But I guess Dean, well, Dean technically would have lost 25 too. Well, no, Dean lost the 50. That's right. Dean loses the 50. So, it's it's confusing, too, because you think about it, like, Dean goes in there to win the 50. Right. So, to maintain his age, essentially, uh, and give back to Bobby. Um, but, you know, it, it's fascinating. Uh, the, the plot as a whole. Now, they do eventually get to Patrick's table in this. And it's Sam. Now, Sam is not the best at poker compared to everybody else. So you're automatically in a situation. Now, you're also watching an episode of Supernatural where you don't expect Sam to age. So you know something's going to give, right? Uh, And you know, even though they have help, it might not be that simple. And ultimately, it's this idea that Leah's been distracting Patrick and ultimately has tricked him uh, because he takes on this toothpick for a spell. But he hasn't been chewing on that toothpick. it, it It's literally, he's, he's tricked them. He's not stupid. And that's what I like. Because you're suddenly stuck in this one. You're like, our plan didn't work. We had a spell to take care of this. We thought we just needed X, Y, and Z. But he's on to us. So he is really a brilliant character. Who doesn't let anyone really get the best of him. It's his partner who ultimately gives up and gets and that is sad in in its own right that said and you kind of feel for patrick because he's like wait a minute you don't want to do this anymore like even though he's the bad guy you have a little bit of a moment of oh you don't want to do this with me anymore this is this worth it and you can almost see him questioning it to some extent
1: yeah because if patrick loses right that means he dies and they say that if he loses his magic, if they pull off the spell that Leah is trying to give to the Winchesters, they are both going to die. Anyone that's ever taken uh, Patrick up on the spell of winning a poker game will return to normal, and Leah and Patrick will essentially melt into uh, into dust, right? So those are the stakes. I really like that they built Patrick up, Chris, from them uh, trying to rob the chips. Patrick's on to them, Right. Leah and Sam trying to get certain things from Patrick to come up with the spell. Patrick's onto them. He busts them. Right. So we're really building up Patrick's intelligence. And that's really great because when Sam ultimately sits down at the table, and like you said, they established in this episode in terms of best poker players out of Bobby, Dean and Sam, that that's the order. Bobby claims to be the best player and then Dean and then Sam. So the fact that Sam's really, you know, kind of the weakest of the three and Patrick is so smart. By Sam bluffing his way into a winning hand by the end of this episode, it makes it that much better, right? And it's an emotional bluff, which is even harder to do, Chris. (laughs) Sam goes for broke. He loses a couple of hands, but he goes for broke, and he says, I'm going all in. I'm tired of you making fun of me. Patrick's been poking fun at him the whole time, saying, does your brother know you're here? You know, this and that. He understands that Sam has kind of a weak point about him, which is that Sam cares a lot what people think of him right now. Sam is weak. And emotional and fragile, right? He's doubting himself. He started the apocalypse. So, I like how we talk about Monster of the Week episodes, Chris. A very slight tie in to the main story is kind of all we need. And that point right there for me sealed the deal. I said, okay, this makes sense. This episode actually has warranted its existence for me. So, when Sam ultimately bluffs into a winning hand, and he beats three aces, by the way, it's a really good hand. He's got four fours. I mean, it's an incredible hand. I'm a big I I love playing poker, Chris, I believe you do as well. It's a really fun game, but it's a hard game because you have to outsmart the person across the table with your tail. You have to be uh, emotionally uh, deceiving in a lot of ways, and I feel like Sam really pulled that off, and he does it. He beats Patrick. Patrick is dumbfounded. He really doesn't uh, expect it, but you kind of see a twinkle in his eye about the actor who plays Patrick because he's sort of happy that Sam has beat him. This guy's been playing poker for 900 years, right? For someone to beat him is pretty impressive. You would imagine that Patrick doesn't get beat very often unless he wants to be beaten because, like you said, Chris, he needs to win games to stay alive. So he's going to lose a couple here and there so that more people come to his table, right? You got you to gotta lose some to win some to gain that business. So the fact that Patrick's actually been beaten, like genuinely – I think kind of pleased him. So I really love that scene with Sam at the table. It's a really strong scene. And we talk about Sam being this gifted, smart, uh, talented person, this character of Sam. And this is like another, you know, check mark next to Sam Winchester. Like he is all that he uh, claims to be, or that as we see him, right. He is this smart, intelligent, uh, capable guy that we know him to be. So I really love that scene. A great scene for Sam overall in the season so far.
0: And I would note that I, I do think that it does make logical sense. I could also see Sam being able to count cards and do other things that you, yeah. you could imagine someone with his intellect would do. Uh, now Leah plays Patrick at the end of this, by the way, and, and this is probably the sad scene and essentially it's yeah. all her years on the table, goes all in and loses. So she can be of her daughter. And that's really what it's about. She misses her daughter. Her daughter has been gone yeah. for hundreds and hundreds of years and it's just not for her anymore. And it is sad. Uh, You can kind of see Patrick is like, are you sure you want to do this? You know? So it's definitely a good episode that makes you think about the fragility of life and your years. I mean, I'm going to turn 40 in, in less than two years. And what are years, right? Like, like, what does that mean? You know, like, and you can sit there and debate about, but it, I think comes back to this idea of appreciate the years you do have, you know, it's, it's not always easy to do that but in these moments in our lives i think this is a great episode just of television quite frankly yeah. i and and that's why it stands out to me there's a there's a little bit of that connection like you mentioned but i think it's a great great episode that makes you think a little bit about what would years mean to me and would you put 25 years on the line i personally would not put 25 years on the line for a poker game because i don't think that plays in my favor but I'm sure there's some people who would risk that to, to, you know, regain their youth. I'm, and uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I ask, uh, I think it's a great question for Reddit, quite frankly, would you risk 25 years of your life to play Patrick? I dude knows how to play. So seems like a bad idea to me.
1: Yeah. It's a great episode of TV, Chris, for all the reasons we said, um, but also for the characters like Bobby maybe now appreciates his life more right yes you're in a wheelchair but like it's better than being dead right so i think that episode really played in favor of him sam gets a chance to shine in this episode that's great for him sam's been really down lately we talk about that sam you know can't trust himself dean doesn't trust him bobby doesn't really trust sam either so it's a great episode for sam and of course we get the laughs from dean as we often rely uh, on him for some fun trivia in this one chris um Sam calls Dean Emperor Palpatine, which I think is really funny because we talk about the Star Wars connection very often. I really thought that was uh, a fitting reference and a very funny one. It it got a a real big chuckle out of me when I first heard it. Um, and, And not quite trivia, Chris, but another reference, the flaming poker chips when Patrick was kind of doing the spells. I thought that was really cool, man. We talk about like, how does Supernatural do more with less? Because oftentimes, you know, when you have 20, 23 to 25 episodes in a season, how do you make things look fantastical without breaking the bank? I think that fire shot of the the chips was like really cool. I don't, maybe it's just me. We've dealt with magicians in the show before, but like usually witches, they have this really grand plan about how they want to take over the world, right? We've seen that. But Patrick is a very different beast. And I love the, uh the accent of the actor i love the special effects i don't know it all felt very genuine and like scary and real to me i don't know the, the whole character of patrick really appealed to me i really enjoyed him as a guest character but also as a villain he might be my favorite so far
0: yeah i think from uh, from a side villain perspective you know one of those one off villains you know he's yeah he he was fascinating uh the other thing a few things about this episode to be uh to be to acknowledge really first and foremost is the episode title i mean the this episode is essentially a play on the curious case of benjamin button which is also a movie it's a book by f Scott fitzgerald yeah. and uh patrick and uh dean by the way were in a few episodes of dawson's creek back in 1998 for for those who might be familiar with dawson's creek uh which uh which was a I got to remember when that show was on. I I, I remember watching it with uh, with friends. So um that's yeah. it's funny to go back. I never did the math on either of them being in it because I didn't think about that. So I got to go back and find the episodes they were in.
1: He's great. Uh Hall Ozen. Uh, I haven't seen him on Dawson's Creek. That was like just around my time. Chris 98 is what I have in my show notes here. So I haven't seen that. But uh, I wonder if he's really Irish. Is he actually Irish? Who knows? Uh, I don't. I don't know. (laughs) I I couldn't tell you. I just
0: know that the accent worked for me in this one, but yeah, great episode. I definitely think it should be rewatched. I remembered it. Like I said, I feel like this is just solid television. uh, And it's, and it it falls in that category of episodes. I remember, which by the way, speaking of episodes, I remember next week's episode is an episode. I also remember Uh, it's, it's one I quite enjoy. So, uh, season five, outside of me, one or two that I was like, all right, it's okay. Um, not bad. Okay. Uh, season five's pretty solid so far. That's what, That's oh, all yeah. I can say at this point.
1: It's pretty strong. Yeah. And we're going to see, is it better than season four? I think so far it's got a really strong start, Chris. Yeah. Changing channels. That's our next episode. Be sure to come back for that. If you're not subscribed, please do. We know there's a lot of you that listen, but don't necessarily subscribe. Uh, once you subscribe, you'll know when these episodes drop. The very minute that they do. We're on Reddit. We're on Twitter. We start conversations that even Chris referenced earlier. Would you bet 25 years to Patrick? Why? Uh, what do you like about the show? We're, we're, we're starting weekly conversations. We want to get your opinion on each episode just as much as I want to get Chris's on the show. Uh, with that, Chris, yeah. Dude, changing channels. Should we tease it a little bit? It's a 9.6 dB. IMDb. We're getting back to the trickster Richard Spy Jr., who was just in the Winchesters. It's a phenomenal episode. I just rewatched it last night. I'm really excited to talk about it next week.
0: Yeah, I I cannot wait. So tune in. um, But, uh, you know, don't change channels on on us, though. Come on back. Come come on back and listen. We will be here next week with uh, episode eight of season five changing channels. But that is it for this week. We will be back after all because
1: we've got work to do.